Hello, candidates. Welcome to the Candidate Corner Podcast. This is Shihan Frank Skasha, and this is episode number one. I want to thank you for taking some time to listen today. And uh, the idea for this podcast is to discuss success tips and just some of the thoughts that I have as we go through cycle. Um, In the past, when we had our run after class, there was always time at the end of the run to do these types of talks with you guys in person. And this cycle, we've been doing many of the runs before class. And then there's a little bit of a a rush to get inside to get ready for class and and that's just uh, kind of taken away the opportunity to have discussions with you guys so I thought the other day I said geez maybe I could uh, have those types of conversations in a recorded fashion you know and and uh, you guys can listen in at your convenience um, just like if you're listening to the Team Creek Tribe podcast Uh, But I wanted to have it separate just so it's really geared for black belt candidates. And that's why I've kind of created this um, very specific podcast for you guys. So this morning as we ran, um, you know, first of all, I wanted to discuss about um, the way I woke up this morning. Um, My alarm was set for 5 a.m. And um, quite often I get up at 5 a.m. without an alarm. Uh, but on Saturdays, I always set my alarm just in case, right? The idea that um, I might oversleep, I don't want that to happen. So I set my alarm for, for Saturday mornings as a kind of a fail-safe. Um, typically, during the week, I don't set my alarm, and um, I just tend to wake up. But for whatever reason, this morning, um, I did set my alarm, and, and it went off, and I didn't feel like getting up, right? It was just one of those mornings that I felt like, man, I'm tired and I just, I, I want to get a little more sleep. So I um, went back to sleep for, for another half hour. I set my timer to go off in 30 minutes. And then even then I didn't really want to get up, but I did get up. I got up, got moving, had my coffee um, and just realized that this is going to be one of those days that I have to apply a little self-discipline and uh, do what needs to be done, you know, when it needs to be done, even if I don't feel like doing it. That's just one of those things that we we uh, have to do from time to time. Anyway, um, I got uh, in the car, started heading to the dojo, and um, you know, all the while, you know, starting to kind of get in the mood. You know, as you as you start to move around, of course, you get to. Um, you know, you start to change the, your emotion, right? There's a saying that says motion can change your emotion. So if you're not, um, you're not in the emo- experiencing the emotions you want to experience, sometimes just changing your motion will make you feel something differently, right? You move your body differently, you change your facial expressions, you, um, you know, you just get your body going and, and all of a sudden you have a different energy that's kind of going through your body. And it was true, you know, I, as I started heading to the dojo, I was kind of out of my funk and I was into, um, into the idea that, you know, I was going to go for a two mile run with the candidates and, and, uh, you know, I wanted to, you know, have a good result. Um, and when we left for the run, I was achy. My knees were a little bit, um, painful and, and it took me, I would say a good half of the run 
before I felt like I could get up to a speed that was um, appropriate. And when I got to the gate this morning, it was eight and a half minutes. Um, so if I just repeated that again, obviously I would have come in at 17 minutes. So that not really being an option in my mind, I said, it's time to pick it up. You know, that's, that's the importance of wearing a watch so that you can, you can look down periodically and, and, and have time to make changes, right? If, if you don't look at your watch until the last hundred yards, you're not going to make much of a difference other than a second or two. Um, but if you're looking at your watch every quarter mile, as I've always advised people to do, then you're going to have chances, multiple chances to, to pick up your pace or to do, um, you know, something to, to improve your time. And obviously that something is, is to (laughs) run faster. Right. Um, anyway, so as, as um, I rounded the gate, I felt like, okay, it's, it's, I've got to do something here. And as I started to try harder, I was realizing I can do this, right? Um, I want you to know that I go through very similar thoughts probably as you all do. Like, like the idea of making excuses in my head for why I'm not doing as good of a job or, or, um, you know, maybe even trying to justify why I don't need to run fast today. Like, for example, you know, I'm not in cycle. So while I'm running, there's almost every single week I go through a period of the run where I'm like, well, I don't, I don't have to qualify. You know, no one's, no one's telling me I have to qualify. You know, I'll start to have those thoughts. And um, quite often, you know, I, right after I think it, then I'm like, no, you gotta, gotta do it. You know, set an example, and and uh, and you guys know that I don't always qualify on the runs um, every single week. You know, sometimes I've missed it by a few seconds, and sometimes um, sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes I'm helping somebody, and uh, we just don't get in and t- under. But um, today I felt like you know um, I want to qualify. Because I want people to see that even if you're not at the gate under eight minutes, it doesn't mean you can't get in under 16 minutes, right? Like I was still, I was still in the mindset that I can pick up this run. I can go faster and have my second half of the run be much faster than my first half of the run, which is what I did. Um, so, you know, I just kept kind of reaffirming to my head that I could do this, that I've done it before. And I just kept running faster and faster to the point where, you know, as I'm coming down the final stretch, I'm looking at my watch and I'm realizing like, it's still possible for me to do this. Like as I looked at my watch at the last quarter mile marker, I think it was, um, I was, I think it had already turned 14 minutes. And so then it was like maybe 14.05 or something like that. But I still had a quarter mile to run. So in my head, I'm like, wow, that's, that is, I have to run better than a two minute quarter mile. So that means I can't just do, you know, two minutes. I have to do a minute and 50 or, you know, something, something lower than two minutes to be able to um, get in under 16. So, 
So I'm doing math in my head, right? And, and as you all should do this, like when, as you're running and you're checking your watch, do the math in your head. If I keep running this fast, what will my time be, right? And, and you start to just figure it out um, so that there's no surprises at the end. You know exactly what's going to happen. And um, to the point where I said, okay, this can still happen. I can still make this even though I had – eight and a half minutes at the gate, I can still get in under 16. You know, as I kept hitting each quarter marker, I I was looking, yes, it's possible, it's possible. And I I wasn't where I would have liked to be at the final quarter mile uh, because I was over 14. I would have liked for it to be, you know, still not yet 14 minutes uh, as I'm crossing the, the last quarter mile marker. But it was over 14, and I, and I said to myself, that doesn't mean I can't do it. I just have to really push now. Um, so that's what I did. And I think I came in at like 15.55 or something like that. So five seconds to spare. So it was a little bit of a nail biter. But the point is, is that it can happen, right? Don't count yourself out just because you didn't start the, the run as fast as you might have wanted to. Okay. Somebody else who didn't start the run fast was Jason. And um, I think I was telling you guys during class that Jason and I had this little, I'll pass him and then he'll pass me. And it kept going like that throughout the whole run. Like for whatever reason, I would pass him. Like maybe he was getting tired. And then, you know, his dad would, would push him a little bit faster you know, give him some encouragement, they would zip past me. And then they would have the lead for a while. And then I would pass him. And then it would just go back and forth like that several times throughout the run. And um, sometimes those little things can be very uh, motivational between the two people. So like, do that with the people that you're running nearby, right? Like, make an attempt to pass the person who's in front of you. And then if you do, and then they pass you, don't get upset by it. Just be like, okay, now I'm in a little bit. I'm going to try to pass you again, you know, and, and, and it, it takes your mind off of running to some extent, but it, um, you know, it, it really is focused on going faster, which is what we want. Right. And in the end, um, Jason ran faster than me. So he came in even better than 1555. I forget what he got, but it was better than me. Um, And I, at one point in the very early part of the run, I knew I was running slow and Jason was behind me. And I was concerned. I was like, oh man, you know, Jason qualified last week and now here we are the next week and he's running slower than me. And, um, so I was a little concerned, but he did what he needed to do, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. And I was really proud of him. Um, and his dad deserves a lot of credit because his dad, um, you know, his dad doesn't sit back and just let, you know, Jason get whatever result Jason's going to get. He gets out there and he makes, makes it happen. He takes some responsibility, um, you know, to, to be Jason's coach. And I think that's awesome. So anyway, um, you know, as a reminder, we all have these, these mind games that we play when we're running. Um, you know, we talk ourselves out of doing our best. We try to justify some reason why, you know, it's okay to not have this great time. Um, but I'm going to encourage you to, to not do that. 
I'm not going to say you won't have those thoughts, but overcome them, right? Have the, have the counter thoughts to those negative um, influencing thoughts that you have. And then, um, you know, a reminder to do the math in your head, right? Every time you get to a quarter mile, look down. Is, did I do it in two minutes? If you did, great, you're on track. But if you didn't, you have to realize, all right, man, I did that one in 2.15. I'm 15 seconds off track. Now, if I do that again, I'll be 30 seconds off track, right? Because now I've done two 2.15 quarters, which is now I'm at 4.30, right? I remember this morning when I got to the halfway marker, it was like 4.49. And so I was like, man, I'm 49 seconds slower than I need to be right now. Um, and so I, I made up a little ground uh, on the way to the gate because as, as I got to the gate, it was 8.30. But anyway, you know, you're, you have to constantly be doing the math so that you, you have the ability to make changes with time to, um, to make significant results happen, right? If you, if you wait too long, you, you just don't have the distance um, to be able to make up that time. Now, one other thought I thought I'd share with you today is, is about breathing, you know, and, and I, I think I've shared this with you guys quite a bit, but the way that you breathe is so important for getting better run times or better stair times. Um, you know, concentrating on slowly exhaling and then breathing in fast, right? Like taking the deep inhale and then letting it slowly come out, you know, get several steps on your exhale. You might breathe in and only get one or two steps during your inhale, and then you get several steps on your exhale. That is a very, um, a very important thing to do or to get good at because it helps to calm you. When you're running and you're tense or you're stressed, then you're not going to produce the same results. But if you're calm and relaxed, then you're going to see that you get a better run time. So I've always found that that, that slow exhale is much better. Now, it's difficult to slow exhale on every exhale. I like to do it every other time. If you've ever been near me while I'm running and, and you've been near me long enough to kind of listen to my breathing, you'll, you'll notice that it's like a slow exhale and then a hush, like a fast with some vocal behind it. So I'll be like, right. I'll kind of have that little pattern that I do. And it's almost like a song that I'm singing, right? Not really a song, but it's, it's like a, a, a repetitive kind of sound that I make. And, um, and when you can get into that um, through the course of your run, again, it takes your mind off the fact that you're, you know, it's painful to run or it's difficult to run. And it just puts your mind focused on your breathing, which is kind of like moving meditation, right? You're, even though you're running, you're meditating on your breathing and you're focused on this one thing and it takes your mind away from other things. So <clears throat> do that. You know, some of you that are listening to this are my five candidates that are now qualifying each week, right? And this is great. 
others of you that are listening to this are not qualifying. You're the candidates for the next cycle, right? And that's, I'm probably speaking to you more than anybody, but it's great reminders for everybody because no matter how good you are at running, you are, um, you're capable of not having a good run at any given time, right? Ali knows last week Ali ran, got a bad stitch in his side and ran like a 19 something. I mean, so out of character for Ali, but he knows that it's, you know, it's possible to have a bad run like that. And, um, you know, but today he did, he did right by me and he came back and he, he had a, a, a very, very qualifying run time. Uh, I think he came in second place and, um, you know, made up for the fact that he had that bad run. <clears throat> and um, so anyway, like, you know, as many times as I've qualified on a run, if I, if I don't keep my cardiovascular training up, then I'm going to have a difficult time qualifying, especially the older I get. Now, there's no question when, when I was younger, I could just will myself to get a good run time, um, even maybe if I hadn't been doing as many practice runs or training runs. You know, I would just will myself to push hard. But the problem with that is you pay the price. You know, you're really sore from it. You, you're exhausted for the rest of the day. And um, when you just stay in shape, you're doing it, you're getting a result and you're getting an overall better benefit because it is, um, it, it is actually putting you in the kind of shape that you want to be in. And it's not just, we talked about this this morning, it's not just so that you can say, look, I ran two miles under 16, but it's so you can say, I'm actually in the kind of shape that doing that isn't that big a deal. I know I can go out and do it and then I still have plenty of energy. Right. If we if we run first, I still have plenty of energy for the class. If I do a class first, the class doesn't wipe me out to where I can't qualify on the run afterwards. Right. When you're training properly, it doesn't matter to you if you run first or second. You know, you're going to qualify either way. Right. You know, you're going to qualify and then have time or energy for the class or you know you're going to push yourself strong in the class and then still be able to go out there and do a two mile under 16 minute run. That's what we're really after. So as we get closer to um, the 20 minute mark here, I want to wrap up today's podcast and um, you know just just kind of tell you guys that I hope you, you tune in each week for these podcasts and I'd like you to um, comment on the Facebook candidate page just something that you gathered from listening to this podcast. You know, it could be a simple little phrase or it could be, you know, here's what I got the most out of this week's podcast. But but please comment in the, in the comment section here. And, um, you know, for one thing, it'll let me know that you listen to it. And another thing, it'll just kind of let me know how you're benefiting from listening to it. Okay, so that's it for now. Again, thanks for tuning in and we will do this again next week. Peace.